Homecoming was getting many of them excited, but anxious. I'd been helping a lot of friends out with their own Kickstarter campaigns and chatting with them about their experiences at local bars, at parties, and backstage dressing rooms before shows. I wanted to address a fundamental topic that had been troubling me. To tell my artist's friends that it was okay to ask. It was okay to ask for money, and it was okay to ask for help. Lots of my friends had already successfully used crowdfunding to make new works possible. Albums, film projects, newfangled instruments, art party barges made of recycled garbage. Things that never would have existed without this new way of sharing and exchanging energy. But many of them were also struggling with it. I'd been watching. Each online crowdfunding pitch features a video in which the creator explains their mission and delivers their appeal. I found myself cringing at the parade of crowdfunding videos in which my friends looked, or avoided looking, into the camera, stammering, Okay, uh, <laughs> it's awkward time. Hi, everybody. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. I'm so, so sorry to be asking. This is so embarrassing. Um, but could you please help fund our album? Because I wanted to tell my friends that it was not only unnecessary to act shame-ridden and apologetic, it was counterproductive. I wanted to tell them that, in truth, many people enthusiastically loved helping artists, that this wasn't a one-sided game. Working artists and their supportive audiences are two necessary parts in a complex ecosystem. The shame pollutes an environment of asking and giving that thrives on trust and openness. I was hoping I could give them some sort of cosmic, universal permission to just stop over-apologizing, stop fretting, stop justifying, and for God's sake, just ask. I prepared for more than a month, pacing in the basement of a rented house and running my TED Talk script past dozens of friends and family members, trying to condense everything I had to say into 12 minutes. Then I flew to Long Beach, took a deep breath, delivered the talk, and received a standing ovation. A few minutes after I got off the stage, a woman came up to me in the lobby of the conference center and introduced herself. I was still in a daze. The talk had taken so much energy to deliver, and I finally had my head back to myself. I'm the speaker coach here, she began. I froze. My talk was supposed to have been exactly 12 minutes. I'd paused a few times and lost my place, and I'd gone well over 13. Oh shit, I thought. Ted is gonna fire me. I mean, they couldn't really fire me, the deed was done, but still, I shook her hand. Hi, I'm really, really sorry I went over the time limit. I'm really sorry, I got totally thrown. Was, was it okay? Did I Ted well? Am I fired? No, silly, you're, you're not fired. Not at all. Your talk... And she couldn't go on. Her eyes welled up. I stood there baffled. Why was the TED speaker coach looking as if she was going to cry at me? Your talk made me realize something I've been battling with for years. I'm also an, an artist and a playwright. I have so many people willing to help me, and all I have to do is... And you know, I, I can't, I haven't been able to... Ask? Exactly, to ask. So simple. Your talk unlocked something really profound for me. Why the hell do we find it so hard to ask, especially if others are so willing to give? So thank you. Thank you so much. Such a gift you gave. I gave her a hug, and she was just the first.
Two days later, the talk was posted to the TED site and YouTube. Within a day, it had 100,000 views, then a million, then a year later, 8 million. It wasn't the view counts that astounded me, it was the stories that came with them. Whether in online comments or from people who would stop me in the street and ask to share a moment, not because they knew my music, but because they recognized me from seeing the talk online. The nurses, the newspaper editors, the chemical engineers, the yoga teachers, and the truck drivers who felt like I'd been speaking straight to them. The architects and the nonprofit coordinators and the freelance photographers who told me that they'd always had a hard time asking. A lot of them held me, hugged me, thanked me, cried. My talk had resonated way beyond its intended audience of sheepish indie rockers who found it impossible to ask for five bucks on Kickstarter without putting a bag over their heads. I held everybody's hands.